Hi, this is JC Hurtado Prater. Thank you so much for watching, tuning in, however you're seeing this today on YouTube or on podcast or whatever you're doing. Today, we're going to talk about a subject that I'm just so passionate about. It's this idea of radical truth, radical transparency. And what that really means is just honesty. I think the world would change drastically if all of us uh, uh, subscribe to this philosophy, this ideal of radical truth, radical transparency. I'm on a mission in my own life to just create empowering cultures, right? To rid the world of horrible bosses. You've had horrible bosses. I've sure had them. And I'd like to get rid of all of them in the world and create these just empowering cultures where you can't wait to get to work every single day. And I think one of the ways we do that, and it's actually pretty tough. It's not, it's not easy, but it's this idea of radical truth, radical transparency. So we're going to talk about that today. And probably over the next few weeks, we're going to talk about it more because I think this is so important for us in creating cultures and teams that work uh, in our favor. So thank you so much for joining us today on episode two of JC Talks, a leadership podcast. I'm so excited about what we're going to talk about today. It's this idea of radical truth and radical transparency. Uh, this is a tough one to talk about sometimes. And so you say, well, why are you starting off your podcast with, with this episode two? I think this is one of the most important issues. This is one of the most important ideals that can be discussed. I think the entire world would change. Definitely your work environment, your uh, your relationships probably would change. Uh, if if you could live and I could live, if we all lived in a radically truthful, radically transparent society where people didn't hold back what they were really thinking, I think uh, there'd be radical change and our world would be a much different place. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm just going to kind of read through it. I posted a blog about this already on my blog, jchp.blog. Um, so right now with the podcast, I'm going to kind of read through the blog. And and uh, so if you want to read it, you can read it there. But but some people are going to catch it here. And we'll see if this format works. If not, we'll go on to something else. But uh, back to this issue of radical truth, radical transparency. I want to talk about this. And we're going to talk about it probably through the years. This idea is not new. I first heard about radical truth, radical transparency through Ray Dalio and his groundbreaking book, Principles. And here's what I want to do. I want to recommend that you put this on your Christmas wish list. When we're recording this, this is November 2020. And so Christmas is right around the corner. I want to recommend that you put it's only like 20 or 30 bucks. Better yet, buy it for yourself. Buy it for yourself. But if you know somebody who's trying to get better in their own leadership, they're trying to get better in, in kind of their own life, this is a great book. It's a self-help book, but it's not self-help-ish. If, if if you know what I mean, right? It's a book that is, it's a well-respected book. And I think it can be read by CEOs. And, um, you know, if you're starting out on your journey, it can be read by anybody. And there's so many great principles to learn from his life. So I'm going to recommend that you get this book. Anyway, in this book, he talks a lot about this idea of radical truth, radical transparency. He's not the first one to talk about it, though. Other authors and thought leaders refer to the idea of radical candor. So it's not a new idea. But, but what's the gist of the idea? What does this idea of radical truth, radical transparency mean? Here, here's what it means. It means that what you are thinking up here in your head, what you're thinking, what's going through your head is communicated fully. No holding back, 
No worrying about other people's feelings. No worrying about offending others. Although the point is not to offend others. It's, it's not, you know, you don't do this just so you can offend other people. Uh, and, and no worrying about being offended. A lot of times we hold back uh, because we don't want to be offended. And so we don't want other people to be radically uh, transparent with us. The desired outcome is always improvement and reaching the highest potential in terms of personal team or organizational development. So this sounds good, right? It sounds good in theory. It sounds like something that you'd want to do, I'd want to do. But what holds us back? What holds you back? What holds me back in this idea of radical truth, radical transparency? I would say this. I think it's this. It's this idea of compassion. We want to be compassionate people, but I would call it this perceived compassion, perceived compassion. We don't want to hurt other people's feelings, and we definitely don't want to be hurt ourselves, right? And that's why we hold back from this idea of radical truth, radical transparency. So we hold back what we're really thinking about others and their work, and we certainly hold back on asking others what they're thinking about us and our work, right? When's the last time you walked into a coworker's office, laid down your project that you're working on and say, hey, tell me exactly what you're thinking about this? Now, I know some of you do this. Some of you live in cultures. You work in cultures where this happens. Maybe you're in a relationship where you're completely honest with each other. I think that's dynamic, but most people, I don't have any data to back this up, but I'm guessing based on my own experience, 90% of people don't live this way. But I want you to think about your children. If you have any, or, or think about that person that you care about deeply. When you truly love them, when you truly love someone, you want what is best for them. And if you do have children, you understand what I'm saying when I say this. Uh, there's a great saying that I say, I use this a lot in my own life. And, 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 and when I have the, the opportunity to share with other people, love, it's by St. Augustine, at least it's been credited to St. Augustine. It goes like this. Love is seeking the highest good for the other. Love is seeking the highest good for the other. When you care about someone else, it's about putting their needs first, about putting their wants first, what they want, what they need. Uh, yet here's the deal right? You want what's best for other people, but, but, but everybody, you and me, all of us, we all have blind spots. If you want the highest good for the person that you love, you will stand in the gap in those blind spots. Now, I think about driving my car. I live in Southern California, okay? So down here, we've got the freeways. We're kind of known for the freeways, the five, the 405. Uh, here in, in San Diego, where I live, we've got the eight, right? You know, the 94, uh, the 805, all great fruit. Now, I that's one of the things I love about Southern California. I know a lot of people, I can't wait to get out of here because the traffic's so bad and all this. And well, leave, man. If you leave, it makes the traffic better for the rest of us. I like the traffic. I like the hustle and bustle. Matter of fact, uh, I think people in San Diego actually drive way too slow. And that's what probably causes some of the wrecks on the road. You got all these people that, that, that are taking their time because this is kind of a big beach town. So they're taking it. Anyway, I'm way off track here. But in Southern California, we have these freeways. I tend to drive, not tend, I, I, I have a large SUV. And so when I drive, uh, I drive that SUV sometimes like it's a sports car. So I'm bobbing and weaving out of traffic. And then if I'm not careful, um, and if I'm in too much of a rust, I fail to check my blind spots. And that's come back to bite me a couple of times. Now, nothing's ever happened. I haven't been in a wreck or anything like that. But I can think of times when I've been in the car with my ex-wife, okay, uh, and she hated, <laughs> she hated the way I drove, hated it. I think that was one of the reasons. I think that was actually, you know, listed as one of the reasons why, you know, we went through a divorce. Uh, my driving gave her 
uh, near heart attacks all the time. And it doesn't for me, but I, I guess maybe it does for other people. So she would be kind of like a backseat driver, which annoyed the crap out of me. And we're, we're good friends. We get along well today. So I want you to know that. But um, she, luckily though, there were a few times where she'd be in the car and uh, out of my right side or left side, there'd be another car. And I wouldn't check. I would just go to merge lanes and I wouldn't even check. And if on the back seat, because sometimes she'd sit in the back with our daughter, if she's in the front seat, she'd, hey, slow down, you know, stop rushing, you idiot or whatever. And, and sometimes it would lead to a fight. You know, she called me names or something like that because she was she was she was genuinely concerned, right? You know, about her health or, and well-being, mine, our, our, our daughters. And so she would, you know, she'd have choice words for me. But I would submit to you that probably the most loving thing that she could have done in those moments is to have choice words for me, right? Because I had a blind spot that I was missing. And if I didn't, didn't pull back and understand that blind spot, it would have cost her her life, would have cost me my life, our daughter. Oh, my goodness, it's awful. So in those moments, she was saying the most loving thing. Now, imagine this. Imagine if we had been in that same situation, a car, a big semi is pulling up next, and I don't check my blind spot, and I keep driving, and I'm getting ready to merge, and she didn't say anything. She's looking over, and she says, wow, there's a semi over there, and she decides not to say anything. Well, what would have happened? It would have been massive tragedy. You know, maybe she would have lost her life or a little girl would have lost her life. I would have lost my, you know, something bad would have happened. And so thank goodness she had the, you know, she had the courage. She had the wherewithal in that moment to say something to me that, that might be a little bit uh, controversial <laughs> to say the least. But thank goodness she said that that radical truth and radical transparency probably saved us our lives a couple of times. And I will tell you this. One of the things I came out of that marriage with is to check my blind spots when I'm driving. So I'm very good about doing that nowadays. Um, but I'm grateful that she said that that's the most loving thing that she could have done in the moment. Now, I know this word love is not necessarily conducive or appropriate to the workplace. However, a healthy culture or team or family or relationship is one where everyone seeks the highest good for the organization and for each other or for the family, for, for the relationship, right? This ideal requires, sometimes it requires screaming at the top of our lungs to one of our coworkers, you know, watch out, stop rushing, be more careful next time, you idiot. Sometimes that has to happen or the project doesn't look good and you're getting ready to go present it and, and you're trying to make a big sale and someone has put together a really shoddy report. You know, sometimes you have to say the truth to somebody and, and sometimes it hurts. So, so woman up, man up, in today's terms, glow up. I think that's I think that's what people are saying today. The only way to reach maximum effectiveness and impact is through radical truth and radical transparency. I can't wait to talk more about this over the coming weeks. Again, this is a really important subject, I think. I'm on a mission to create empowering cultures to rid the world of horrible bosses, right? And I think one of the greatest ways that will create empowering cultures is when you can step up and be honest with me and when I can step up and be honest with you. And we're not worrying about getting our feelings hurt, right? There are emotions and we're going to talk all about that. Uh, emotions do get involved. But, but imagine a world where we could just be honest with each other. I think there was actually a movie uh, by who's the guy who created uh, The Office, not Steve Carell. Uh, the original guy, he's he 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 did the Golden Globe Awards. Oh, his name was right on the tip of my tongue, but you know who I'm talking about. Anyway, he had a movie out where he talked about this idea of being 
but brutally honest. And obviously there's down downsides to this idea of being radically honest all the time. And, and that can be, uh, there can be downfalls to that as well. But I would submit to you that the world would, that the world would be a better place. Your family would be a better place. You, your culture and your work environment would be a better place. The team that you lead, the team you're part of would be a much better place if you decided to have the courage to have radical truth, radical transparency. So we're going to talk about that over the coming weeks. What does that mean? Um, what happens if you have a boss that wants to be radically truthful and radically transparent with you, but doesn't want that coming back his or her way? That's really frustrating to work at, uh, you know, to to work around. So we're going to talk about that. How do you change a culture where you don't have that and then you want to become that way? We'll talk about all of that. So I just want to put that in the back of your mind. Radical truth, radical transparency. Now, don't if, if this is the morning time you're driving into work. And you work in a place where they don't have this idea of radical truth, radical transparency. Don't walk in <laughs> right now and just be radically truthful and radically transparent with everyone. That will get you fired, all right? And you, you'll be driving back in your car within an hour listening to another podcast of mine or someone else's. So don't do that, all right? Uh, let's get through this. Let's talk about it. Uh, but for today, put that in the back of your mind. How would the world change? How would your life change if you allowed yourself to be radically truthful, radically transparent? And if you allowed the people around you to be radically truthful and radically transparent with you. Thanks so much for listening today. I look forward to, to uh, you joining me again right here at JC Talks, a leadership podcast. Yeah.